I'm fucked up. Good. It's about fucking time. Uh, welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast for Gen Xers who've gotten to middle-ish age and are wondering what the fuck happened. I am Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And today we're going to talk about weird shit we do. We do weird shit. We do. We do. And you know what? It makes life fun and interesting. I think you do more weird shit than I do, though. I resemble that remark. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I I can't deny a damn thing. But before we get going, let's talk cocktails. Jill, walk us through, because you're the maven. Yes, I'm the maven of cocktails. Today's cocktail, we're doing a classic mojito. It's delicious summery goodness. I chose this cocktail today because I went to the local... um, nursery place and bought this beautiful kind of potted thing full of herbs and one of the herbs is mint and it has all of this beautiful fresh mint so I had a whole bunch of mint and I'm like ooh, let's do mojitos so basically a mojito is super easy to make it's r- white rum uh, we use Bacardi fresh lime juice fresh mint not those peppermint candies like if you remember from what was it episode two or three or something like that. I think I think it came up in a couple of episodes because yeah, it was so definitely. horrendous yeah it was not peppermint uh-huh. candies it's just fresh mint and simple syrup and soda water and um, you can find the recipe up on our website alwaysneverwrite.com and I personally think mine tastes delicious Mine does too, because I added a little extra sugar because I got me a sweet tooth. And I want to point out that my dear husband, John the Brit, reminded me that we have a lot of mint growing in our garden. Right on. So it's homegrown mint. And remind me to talk about my garden because that's more weird shit I like more than do. But still. You can talk about it. Should I do it now or wait till later? Talk about it now. Okay. (laughs) So. Okay. (laughs) So our garden makes me so fucking happy. This is definitely our meant to be house, even if a major interstate traffic way is practically in our backyard. It's still our meant to be house because every single fucking plant I grew up with and loved and gave me peace and happiness is here because yes, because there are our um, peonies grow by our mailbox. I love peonies. They smell so delicious. That's my favorite smelling flower. Oh, I know. And mom always had all kinds of different colors of peonies growing in our gigantic farmyard. Yes. Um, and there are lilac bushes by our pool, which again, mom. Bushes. Oh, I know. And again, mom had a huge row of gigantic fucking lilac bushes on the farm I grew up on. I think gigantic is going to be a drink word today. <laughs> Apparently so. By the way, I came into this episode already loaded. Love that. I love Good that thing. story. I love that story. I know, because for once you're like, yay, I'm not the only slur in person. Um, <laughs> and then I noticed we had, I always loved Crocus, the very first house I ever bought for me and Nina when she was little. It was so cute. It was. It was our little dollhouse. Remember it had Crocus growing by the driveway? It did. Our house has Crocus all over the fucking yard. And we have tulips. And we have rose bushes. Pretty much every single plant I either grew up or later in life owned and loved and enjoyed is in our garden. That's wonderful. Wild strawberries, wild violets. That's uh, wonderful. 
mint, peonies, lilacs, roses. I'm in fucking happy land. You don't need anything but that. I mean, just just that. Of course, somebody has to go out and weed all that shit unless you hire somebody to do it. Which I think I'm going to do. I noticed yeah. one of our neighbors had, um, as I was driving home today, I saw a name of a lawn service on the side of a truck in our neighborhood. And I'm like, I'm going to look them up. I'm going to fucking call them because I don't want to weed shit. Absolutely. I'm we a lazy princess. Lawn I'm a lazy princess too. And frankly, I would rather spend my time enjoying things than like doing that. My sister is amazing. She loves to garden. She loves to do all of that stuff. And when we live back in the Midwest, she lived in the town, the next town over, and she did a fantastic job. She would come to our house and she did all of our landscaping. She has a beautiful business and she's really, she's really got an eye for it. And she became a master gardener. She took all the classes to do the master gardener thing. Like she knows all the things like she's, she's so smart about that kind of stuff. And she learned how to do that and came over to our house and would say, these are the plants you should plant here. And because of the sun, because of the soil, this is what you should put. And I'm like, wow, you're really smart about this stuff. I want to win the lottery so I can learn how to be your sister. Cause she knows gardens and she knows cheeses. She was a cheesemonger. That's a, <laughs> that's a legit job that she did. And she knows all about cheese and she knows all about plants. It's like a sommelier for cheese. And yes, and it is a sommelier for cheese. You're right. So our family gatherings on the holidays are the best because she's like, I'll bring the cheese plate. I'm like, yes, you bring the cheese plate. Absolutely. Dude, that's so cool. It's my, my brother can do the same kind of stuff, but it's more because he's a survivalist than because he's, you know, artisan. Um, like the gun kind? Not the, well, okay, he's a like, hunter. Okay, that's different. Yeah. That's not like Qureshi kind. No, he's not the Qureshi kind. He's the he's almost like a Native American because if he has to, I'm going to give you an example. He snares bobcats when they attack the cattle. That's crazy because um, we just saw a bobcat or a cougar today. Which is Brown. which is I see a cougar right now. But cougar. <laughs> 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 anyway, but uh, he he actually kills them when they attack the cattle. Uh, because he's like, if I have to kill an animal, I'm going to use every fucking last bit of that animal. So I've actually eaten Ooh. bobcat jerky. Mm, yuck. A little gamey. Um, but he, he um, uh, but he has a, like a really great garden. And, you know, if he went That's completely, awesome. if he went completely off the grid, he could totally survive. When we moved into this house, there was a weird kind of side garden. And all it had in it were two tomato plants and a bunch of basil. And I thought, okay, this stuff is pretty much dead. I'm not even going to worry about it. We didn't water it or anything because it was already dead. But then it rained a whole bunch and then it stopped being dead. <laughs> and so then we got a few tomatoes off of it. You got zombie and, basil? Yeah. And then we had zombie basil. And then we not not only had a little bit of zombie basil, we had a shit ton of zombie basil. So we went and picked it all, and I turned it into pesto. Oh. And we froze it, and we've been having really good, fresh pesto. So if you take pesto, here's the thing. This is the thing I know. You can take pesto. You make the pesto with everything, and then you lay it. You put it in a like a Ziploc baggie, and you lay it flat, and then you let it kind of seal, and you zip it shut. And then you can just break off pieces 
of this beautiful, fresh, amazing pesto, stir it into your soup or into your sauce or whatever you're making because it'll have the most amazing flavor. It tastes like summer. And the other thing I do is when I'm making fresh, like fresh salsa and stuff in the summer, you know, that tomato water, like after you make the salsa and like the tomato water comes up, it gets all watery. So -hmm. you dump that out and you save that. And you make soup out of that. Like if you're going to make tortilla soup or something, you take that tomato water and you make tortilla soup. And it has this gorgeous, fresh, summery tortilla soup, amazing summer tomato taste. Will you marry me? (laughs) It's just like, what else are you going to do with that water? Are you going to dump it out? No, save it because it's so fresh tasting. It's got that beautiful, fresh summer tomato taste that you can't get out of those (laughs) shitty store tomatoes. I love you and <laughs> just take over my life and run it because you're obviously doing a way better job than I am. Now you know, though, and I told you. Thank you. But you're assuming I do chef and I don't do chef. I teach you how stuff. to make salsa. It's wonderful and easy. Okay. I would like that. It's super easy. Back somewhat on track. Did we ever finish the mojito recipe? Because I totally lost yeah, track. Okay, I good. <laughs> Where you put it all together and like simple syrup and soda water and it's on our website and all that stuff. We finished it. Oh, good. Good. And then I'm... you were like, yay, mint in my garden. And oh, like, and me too. So things I do digress severely. Number one, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Weird shit I we think, do. I actually think I want to start with one of the weirdest shit you do. <laughs> the other day, I get this picture from Gina and she's like, oh my oh. God. I totally found my laundry tiara. <laughs> said, oh, good. And she sent me a picture of her wearing a literal tiara while she was doing her laundry. So let's talk about that. <laughs> Weird shit I do. So I'm not much for cooking, as we have established in, <laughs> I think, every single episode to date. <laughs> I'm not much for housework or anything domestic either. I The closest I get is I cook meat with fire. Oh, um, and you crochet. And I crochet. I crochet like the fucking devil. If, like the wind. If the devil ever challenged me to a crochet contest, I would totally fucking win. I feel like I just tempted something in the universe. Anyway. Um, no, you'd win. I would win because I'm tenacious. Anyway. Um, Three hats in like a day. I did. They were lovely soft hats. Oh, I don't think I ever finished that because they were alpaca wool because I did all no, kinds of. It. And okay. yeah, I'm going to okay. move on now. Okay. So let's talk about the laundry tiara. Okay. So the laundry tiara, because I may sound coherent in past episodes, but I black out complete swaths of territory. Um, anyway, the laundry tiara. No, so I, I don't trust anyone else to do laundry because being a former fatty, episode two shout out. Um, I'm used to stuff shrinking in the laundry because it's the mm-hmm. shrinking and it's not me. Um, in all seriousness, no shit shrinks and it gets short and I'm really fucking tall. Oh yeah, we're both tall. Can't do short shit, right? Nope. No short shit. No short shit. I'd make an exception for certain actors, but that's a whole other issue. Um, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Like Kiefer Sutherland. Is he short? He's only like my height. That's not short. Yeah, Robert you just Down. finished saying you were tall. Well, I'm tall for a woman. Oh my gosh, I just minimized That's myself. Qualifier. Gender discrimination. I suck. Yeah, you did. Peter Dinklage that runs counts. my motor. 
Okay. He runs my motor big time. Go you. Thank you. There's a lot of people who find him incredibly sexy. Oh, he fucking is. He just... We're going to have to talk about Game of Thrones in another episode. Um, I think we need to do an episode about like popular culture stuff. Oh, good. So I can talk about how disappointed I am with episode, with season eight. But so is everybody. So, but but you got one but, more episode, they might redeem themselves. They fucking better, because I'm pissed as hell right now. Anyway, I will digress back from that. Okay, so finish the laundry, Tiara. So the laundry, Tiara. So I don't enjoy doing a lot of domestic stuff, but I control the fucking laundry. That's just it. I'm pretty sure you control the shit out of that laundry. I control the shit out of that laundry. Every Sunday morning is my laundry time, and people stay the hell away from me while I caffeinate and sort. But I also know you actually enjoy laundry. I I actually do. It's one of the few domestic things that I'm so totally into. Uh, Because I still remember that time I was at your house when I may have just been married to John the Brit and you were in your in-between phase and we watched, I think it was was Sharknado, wasn't it? Or something like that. Oh, yes, Sharknado. We were watching Sharknado and sorting laundry and I was having so much fun finding matching socks. Yes. (laughs) I feel like we should still have an internet sock sorting business where... We like outsource that shit to kids like in daycares and stuff. They can sort stuff. They Damn can match sure. socks. Oh, sock, heck. Sock matching is my least favorite job ever. I would fight my son for it. And I know. Oh, yeah. My son and I would have a brilliant time sorting things into matching. I will start sending them to you and you guys can match shit and send it back. You got it. I, you know, I think there's an untapped market there. I agree. But yes, I, um, but it's my domestic thing and it's a thing I don't let anyone else do. And I'm the queen of the fucking laundry. So I have a laundry tiara. I literally get a glass of wine and I wear a tiara while I do laundry and it makes me happy because it's my, horrible. it's my fiefdom. (laughs) I hate laundry. I suck beyond suck at laundry. I suck so bad that even stick did the laundry. That's how bad I suck. <laughs> wow, and he really sucked. Yeah, he didn't do anything. But T does the laundry, and and T is very particular. And believe it or not, Stick was kind of particular about how he had his laundry done. You know, they both have their very things come out of the dryer at a certain time, and then you shake them out, and you throw, hang them up, and you do this, and you do that. And I'm like, whatever, man. I just shove it all in the washing machine together, wash it on cold, you can put as much in there as you can. I think we just found the one thing in the world I agree with Stick about. Mm, probably. Probably. I mean, it's the one thing in the world Stick and T agree on. And I need a shower. T, T doesn't even know. <laughs> Don't tell him. It'll break his heart. I won't. I won't tell him. Um, but I, I, I have always been like, my mother hated doing laundry At one point in her world, she got a grant. My mother is an artist, and she got a grant from an arts council to do a year of art. And she did this beautiful body of work. Well, I won't say beautiful. It was weird. It was a weird body of work. Um, But she still got this grant, and during the time that she did that, she used part of the grant to pay for us to have a laundry lady, a lady that came and did the laundry. 
she came and did the laundry. She mopped the floors and she changed the beds. That's what she did. Like twice a month. She came, did this. And that lady was amazing. She was amazing. Like, I don't change my bed nearly as often as I should. You know, it's just one of those things that I just don't do. I'm just not good at it. So I wasn't ever laundry-ish. My mom hated laundry. I hate laundry. And I suck at it. Um, When I was in college, I started doing it the cheapest way possible, which was like all of the colors, all of the everything in one load. You put as much in one thing as you can and wash it on cold. And then you put it all in the dryer and you dry it as many times as it takes. And then you're done. I physically put it in the basket until it's until it's all dirty again. I now understand how you must feel about my cooking. It's pretty much. Yeah, that's your cooking. Good to know. Oh, that hurts. We really should get married because we will totally lift up (laughs) each other's weaknesses. Well, if our husbands die and we get old, we'll totally live together because you can laundry and I can cook. That sounds perfect. And we'll hire a cleaner regardless. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to clean. Nobody has to clean. We'll just get somebody to come and clean like every couple days. You can laundry, I'll cook, and it'll be awesome. As long as sweeping is off the fucking table, I'm so in. Yeah. I like sweeping okay. Cool. Good for you. Vacuuming. I like like sweeping with a broom. I don't like either. I don't like either either. I'm not good at vacuuming. T gets mad because I don't leave the right kind of vacuum lines. (laughs) He's very proud of his vacuum lines. She is so fucking adorable. Yeah, well, you know, ex-military has got certain standards. Ex-37-year-old bachelor. My husband has no standards. Here's a weird thing that I do. I race myself. Do you race yourself on stuff? It depends. I race the GPS, but what do you race in particular? So, okay. Say I'm going to make myself some iced tea. We do the cold brew iced tea. Hmm. So I have a pitcher and I'll start the water in the pitcher and then I have to, before the pitcher fills up, I have to go to the pantry. I have to get out the tea. I have to open the tea. I have to get the tea bags out. I have to get the tea bags unwrapped and put into the pitcher before the pitcher (laughs) fills up with water. I love you so much. You do that kind of thing? I may from time to time participate in such shenanigans. (laughs) I used to do that sort of thing when I was... Like when I was younger, I'd be like walking someplace and I'd be like, all right, I have to get to the corner, but I can't run. I have to get to the corner before I can breathe again. So I'd like hold my breath and I'd like walk as fast as I could to the corner, you know, see if I could do it. I would race myself. Nice. You do that kind of stuff? I, I, that a thing for you? I do some similar things. I don't think I do it quite to the extent you do, but every once in a while I'll get this be in my bonnet about. I wonder if I can make it to the front door and back before my Death Wish Coffee Valhalla Java finishes brewing. Yes, that's it. That's the kind of thing. Awesome. Which, by the way, Valhalla Java, it, <clears throat> Valhalla Java is the most beautiful high-octane coffee I've ever drank. I would Fuck. poop myself. You know what? It's worth it, though. I shit you not. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Thank you. I intended it halfway through that sentence. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I race myself all the time. I, I don't do it like every single day, but like sometimes it'll take me no time at all. I'll have like four things that I'm racing myself on in a day. You know, I've got to like get my hair fixed before this happens on the Today Show. <laughs> okay, I've got four minutes in this commercial break. Before this commercial's over, I've got to get my hair all the way dry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is that even possible in four minutes? Sometimes. It depends on how wet my hair is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It has to be <sighs> not going to get you in trouble though, like speeding. You can't speed. No. Although, I do remember the rule you told me about nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine. Yep. Yep, that's a thing. Yep. That's indeed a thing. Anyway, I just, oh my gosh, I'm really fucked up. So uh, I like that. So what's, um, tell me about sleep talking. Oh, so I apparently talk in my sleep a lot and John the Brit finds it fucking hilarious, which at least what I do in my sleep is entertaining. What he does is snore really loud, as you are familiar with. a lot. Yeah, John the, John the Brit does snore really loud. John the Brit lived with me for just a little while, while before he was married to you, <laughs> while he was deciding if he was going to get married to you. <laughs> I just will have to explain the whole fiancé. Well, I guess... That'll happen sometime. Yeah, the fiancé visa thing. There's a short time period, but yes. It's a so. legal thing. It's a legal thing, which is my bailiwick. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, but yeah, he finds my sleep talking hilarious and apparently I do it a lot. And the other night he was particularly tickled because apparently in the middle of the night for no reason, I just practically shouted. There's not enough Windex in the world to clean all this. <laughs> I wonder what you were going to clean. I don't know. Cause I don't usually clean anything. <laughs> We've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll bet. Uh, so I don't know where the fuck that came from. Um, but yeah, so there's that. So I talk in my sleep a lot. I've never walked in my sleep. That's more of um, Nina and DB's thing. Did I, don't I-, really, I don't really talk in my, I'm, well, I don't talk in my sleep, but T and I make fun of each other. Like whenever we've had surgeries, or had to go under anesthesia. I think I've told you this before. So the first time T was going under anesthesia, the uh, the guy came in and he's like, hey, this is my name and I'm going to be your anesthesiologist. And this is what we're going to do. My name's Roger and we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then he gave T his anesthesia and <laughs> T instantly gets happy and goes, you know what? I appreciate you, Roger. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you. Everything you're doing, Roger. Appreciate you. And he was oh just like God. so nice about the whole thing. And was so that... of course I made fun of him for like a year. Okay, I still I'm make sorry. fun of him. Yeah. Was that seriously the first time he'd been under anesthesia? Yeah, it was. He was like 30 something. What so, a sheltered baby. The very first time I went under anesthesia after we were married. He was watching me and 
they gave me the anesthesia and then they started to wheel me out and I went, oh, I'm on a boat. (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. The first time, the first time I was under anesthesia when I was married to DB, apparently I looked at the orderly who is apparently pretty good looking and I looked at him and said, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And DB was a little bit, what? <laughs> I thought I was the pretty one. So. That's awesome. Oh, apparently yeah. also when I had my wisdom teeth out, apparently the assistant who came in before the doctor came in to actually extract the wisdom teeth, apparently I looked at her and said, holy crap, Dr. J is fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently another thing I do is say weird shit and her anesthetic, likey teeth. I can like be all of us. Like all of us. Oh, <laughs> I'm on a boat. That's freaking awesome. Do you see anything particularly fun under anesthesia with your brain surgery? No, I guess not. Well, damn, that was the perfect time. You could have gotten away with anything and said, oh, I'm sorry, brain issue. <laughs> that seems like it would be a good way to go. Wasted. I will say, Millie gets by with saying so many things with her tics. They're awesome. I told you her most recent tick, right? Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> no, I do not believe you did. That's her most recent tick. It's amazing. <laughs> she uh, was just sitting in the back of the car one day and goes, ah, fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> I fucking love Millie so much. Give her the biggest fucking hug in the world from me. She's a beautiful child. Yeah, that was incredible. She's so mortified by the whole thing. And whenever she cusses, she's like, Ugh. Did I tell you this story? The other day she was walking through the hallway and one of her tics was, I've got Tourette's. And then she like jerked her head back, which is one of her Tourette's tics. It's a a totally natural Tourette's thing. Mm. So she said, I've got Tourette's syndrome and like jerked her head back. So this substitute teacher comes up to her or a teacher who didn't know her, somebody who didn't know her anyway, an adult Mm. comes up and says, you shouldn't make fun of people with disabilities. And Millie goes, uh, actually, I have Tourette's syndrome, and that was a tick. <laughs> and the adult goes, oh, uh, okay, well, have a nice day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Millie, as she's walking away, had another tick and goes, cunt, don't tick. <laughs> I love Millie so much. She's the most beautiful, pure soul. So wonderful. But the fact that she thought to say, oh, still a tick, just <laughs> killed me. Like the first day she had it, she texted me at work and was like, I have to come home. You have to come and pick me up. Aww. What's going on? She's like, I'm ticking the C word. And I'm like, what do you mean the C word? And she said, I'm ticking C-U-N-T. I'm like, oh, my Aww. God. First of all, I was really proud that she spelled it right because <laughs> she was dyslexic. And second of all, I was mortified that she was saying that, and I went and picked her up. So she came home, and I'm like, what, you know, it doesn't do much good to be here and yell it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor baby. <laughs> poor thing. Um, you know, I hadn't thought about this, but I can always double check. There's someone I used to go to church with who, had, um, who has Tourette's, and um, he was in his late teens, early twenties, when I really started talking to him a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, 
he had coped to the point where he it was mostly the head, the head jerk. The yeah. head jerk. It um, mostly goes away by the time they're in their early twenties. Yeah. So um, I can always try to hook them up if you want, because he was such a sweet guy and very open about it because he wanted to increase awareness. Yeah. Well, you know, there's an increasing awareness with it. And as she gets older and it just neurologically, it will hopefully go away. It's going to decrease in severity. Awesome. Hopefully. You know, she may just get to the point where she has weird blinks or twitches or something like that. And that's completely dealable as long as she's not, you know, in a job interview screaming cunt. No, that doesn't <laughs> go over very well in any job interview. <laughs> not, not typically. <laughs> but she's amazing about like, we'll go to a restaurant and she'll say to the server, excuse me, I have Tourette syndrome. Please don't take it wrong if I say something bad. Aw. She's, such she's a- really open about it. She's such a beautiful soul. And I think that's huge being open about stuff like that. Like I'm very open about a lot of my anxiety issues. Nina is very open about her PTSD and anxiety issues. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do you any good to be closed off about it. Exactly. Especially if you freak out for no reason. At least if you've been open, people are like, oh, I bet she's freaking out because of that weird thing she told us about. Exactly. And that's Maybe huge. cut you some slack. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. so let's move on a little bit. You were talking about how you see patterns in things or seek patterns in things. Yeah, I legitimately look for patterns and shit. And this goes all the way back to when I was very, very young. And the biggest example I can think of is when I would drive. I went to college an hour and a half from where my parents were. And I would drive that hour and a half. And, you know, that was before the iPhone, obviously, because I'm fucking old. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I would put in, like, Tesla's love song on my tape deck. Tesla the band, not the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that used to be a thing. <laughs> and it had to be the extended version, not the cl- not the chopped sure. version. Sure. Um, And I would sit there and to entertain myself on car drives, I got into this big habit of looking for patterns. Um, It started out in words. And uh, like, for example, the word ace, it's like one of the world's most perfect words to me because it's every other letter of the first part of the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E. And it made me happy. And I would start to look for other words that had letters lined up in a certain way or I would look for patterns in numbers to see if there is some way they could be condensed to something cool and awesome so um, patterns make me very very happy and I like when there's especially changing patterns like when you look at a bathroom tile and you can look at the white and black squares in one way and it makes one pattern but if you look at them another way you can completely alter the pattern like maybe the black square is the center or maybe two black squares are the corners and it is fucking fascinating okay i do that i don't necessarily do as much as you but my visual and spatial stuff is there my mom is an artist my father was also an artist Um, they both were art majors in college. They both did visual arts as well as, um, other kinds of art. So as I was growing up, 
I was actually taught to recognize patterns and taught to recognize similarities and look for shapes and look for things that like pattern recognition was a thing in my world. That's a thing we always did. So I do that same thing. I look for those patterns and I look for, and I actually like when I can't find a pattern. Like I've been thinking about redoing our fireplace because we've got this boring, stupid, boring, dumb tile around our fireplace. <laughs> I like your it's fireplace. It's like the most builder basic tile. And I'm like, I want to do something like really sort of adventurous. But what I want to do is something that's really like mix and match. That's mm. all different. I want it to be all different. And yet I want it to be homogenous in color or style or something like that but in a way that is it kind of all goes together but it doesn't have a pattern that matches so each tile might be a different pattern and there may be a common theme but they don't match wow you know what's what's odd if a pattern if there's a discernible pattern, I'm very soothed and calmed. If there's something like what you're describing, I either laugh my ass off because it's outside of the pattern, so it's therefore funny, or it aggravates the living shit out of me. So if I come yeah. to your if I come to your house, you may have to cover your fireplace. <laughs> no, I expect this to be soothing, but not not homogenous. That's the only word I can think of. Hmm. Probably because I've been drinking. There you go. You know, rum's a beautiful thing. It is indeed. Captain Jack Sparrow is fucking onto something. Yeah, he was not too stupid. Yep. Johnny Depp is questionable, but <laughs> Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's something. Anyway. So what's what's something else kind of crazy, weird shit you do? Um, let's see. Something people watching. Weird. Yeah. Oh God, I love people watching, uh-huh. but mostly because I think I'm kind of judgy. Oh gosh, are we judgy? I never would have fucking known. <laughs> do you remember when we went to Las Vegas <laughs> and we got the bottle service at that club and we went in what did we do we went into that little room we were having mojitos yeah we were and it was us and those was it russian dudes there's russian and scottish oh yeah the russian and the the russian dudes passed out (laughs) that's right right it was the russian dudes that were passed out yeah and the scottish dudes just kept partying (laughs) and it was us and the scottish dudes just having so much fun but I liked that we got to just sit there and I felt like we were just judging everybody else. <laughs> and it was, you know, there's so few opportunities where you can really do that. And that was one of the primo ones. Like that Russian guy is fucking hammered. He was so, so hammered. He fell over. Didn't, I, they, didn't they kick them out? They like wanted they to carry them out. They what did they kick him out? I remember we kept waking him up so he wouldn't get kicked out, but um, we had enough mojitos. So I'm not entirely sure I remember 
the entire evening. Remember they said, if you want to come back tomorrow, you can. You can we'll save your bottle for you. We totally yeah. come back the next night for free. And I remember the night we were at the time we were like, oh hell yeah, we'll do that. And the next day we're like, the next oh, day we're fuck like, it. no, we're not going back. Fucking hell, we're done. <laughs> that was super fun. We should completely do that again. Oh yeah, I think and we're I think too old now though. You know, I think we could still do it, but the judgy portion is going to be amped up like a hundred and fifty thousand percent. Yeah, except for now, people are going to be judging us because they're going to be like, oh, those are the trying too hard mommies that we talked about in the other episode. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. That's some other weird shit you do, because I do a ton of weird shit, which I think this entire podcast made abundantly clear. But weird, what I, weird shit do you do? Um, so I don't do a lot of weird shit. I do the racing thing. Probably the weirdest thing I do is like I really when I liked when I want to clean, I want to just I want to put on my ear pods. I want to put my phone in my pocket. I want everybody to leave me the fuck alone. I want to put on my playlist. I want to jam out and I want to clean and I probably will dance and I probably will sing and I want to just get my shit done. But the problem is everybody keeps bugging me. Everybody keeps coming up and being like, Hey mommy, um, can you look at this for You want to look at this video on YouTube? <clears throat> nope. I want to finish cleaning the kitchen. Why don't you leave me the fuck alone? But of course, I'm like, yeah, of course I want to see your video on YouTube <laughs> because I'm supportive like that. You're such a good mom. I hate Vine. Can I just say I hate Vine? Not enough credit is given to moms who watch shit on YouTube. They would never watch on their own. Oh, God. Every night, I I think I said, um, well, no, I didn't say this part before, but when Nina was growing up, we had a snuggle time every evening. Um. Which just involved her and me snuggling for 20 full minutes, no one in the world but me and Nina, and we would watch something on TV and talk about the day and all that kind of stuff. That was just her thing. So I do kind of the same thing with AJ, but that 20 minutes in the evening is usually spent watching videos he really loves on YouTube. Oh my God. Which, what kind of videos does he like? Okay, well, he's an 11-year-old boy. Yeah. And not to be stereotypical, but it all involves either Minecraft or Sonic. Oh, my God. Millie used to really love Minecraft. Her favorite was the... There were these... So, first, there was the Diamond Minecart. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Dan TDM. We actually have a fucking Dan TDM lunchbox for AJ. Jesus Christ. And a Stampy Cat. The back, other back, thing, back. the other thing they like, she loved was there was these two people, and I can't remember what their MM popular MMOs. Oh my gosh, they were awful. The guy wasn't so bad, but the girl was horrible. Oh, and no. I don't say that lightly because I try to give the girl gamers all the credit if possible, but this particular girl had the most shrill. The most horrible, the worst. Oh my fucking god, I hated her so much. And Ugh. 
Millie would listen to her all the time, and I would literally want to just gouge my ears out with a screwdriver every time she'd be like, well, watch this with me. I'm like, yeah, of course, I totally want to watch it with you. <laughs> It'd be so good. What's killing me is I'm finding a lot of AJ's picks completely entertaining. The ones I liked when was when she like, was like, this is a really cool thing. It's called GMM. I love GMM. GMM was awesome. You know, I actually bought AJ GMM bobbleheads for I Christmas. I bought her a GMM week. shirt, and nice. I won Christmas that year. She was like, <gasps> GMM yeah. is actually pretty good. I really I think, enjoy GMM. I, I agree. I think Rhett and Link have been really awesome. They're clean. They're fun to listen to. I love their Willet episodes. Those are my favorite ones. Willet Burrito. I love it. All of them. All of the Willet episodes, we've seen every single one of them. Every single I, one. I still watch them without Millie. I do too. Thank you. I, during that year I lived alone, during uh-huh. that during that time when I lost the one job and got the other and had to live on the road for a year in between cities, uh-huh. while I, I watched Good Mythical Morning every morning while I did my makeup. I love them. They're really funny. They really are. And I absolutely think they deserve everything they get. Oh, heck yes, they do. And I even subscribed to YouTube Red or whatever the subscription service is. Specifically so I could watch their little sitcom thingy. Really? And it was was good. It was hilarious. Hilarious, as AJ would say. Nice. Well, I really like them. I think they're very funny. Yeah. All right. And they remind me of us because they're best friends who grew up together, which we kind of grew up together. Let's face it. I didn't grow up till I was 27. <laughs> That's true. Neither <laughs> of us did. No. Yeah. So we had those two years growing up together <laughs> before we hit that. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite of all the things she's brought forward. Now, right now, she's really into videos where people smash things with... Um, hydraulic presses or use the shredders the shred okay. that's pretty fun to watch i'm trying to look up right now actually what it is um because i can't remember peter Kinetter is pretty funny and i can't find it um courtney millie loves of course shane dawson she loves um the Dolan twins. She loves, you know, a lot of the really popular YouTubers. She loved Liza for a long time. Liza was her thing. Mm. And we really enjoyed Liza Koshy. I think AJ would like Liza Koshy. Liza Koshy has a lot of puns and funny jokes and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Watch some of the old Liza Koshy videos. AJ would love those. So I got to say, like the puns and stuff totally fit into the whole pattern concept for me. Sarah, complete and utter purposeful break of the pattern. You would enjoy Liza Koshy then. I'm so fucked up. I love that story. I know you do. So as far as YouTube goes, one of the things that Millie really likes, of course, like I said, she likes Shane Dawson. That's probably her favorite right now. She likes um, Emma Chamberlain. 
she really was into Liza Koshy for a while. She likes Miranda Sings. She likes a lot of that kind of stuff. But she has been really um, kind of focused on some of these, the groundbreaking YouTubers, so, so the OG YouTubers, and really watching them. But I'm trying to get her away from the, I don't know, the talking heads, I call them. The ones that talk all the time uh, into more of the stuff. Like I like watching the very satisfying videos. And of course they're all like Chinese things where they're like cutting things in half with like super sharp knives and (laughs) (laughs) power washing things. And I, I told you that she's really into the ones with the shredders. Like you get a powerful super shredder and you shred things like Fanta bottles and iPhones and you know, just random shit. It's super fun and mm-hmm. it's oddly relaxing. Oh, I, I'm totally on board with that. So I, I think, um, I'm sure you remember from three years ago when I got fired from that one job. Yeah. I spent like two full months watching Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh yeah. That's so yeah. gross. Uh, I, there's something so soothing to me though. I can go to sleep watching people poke blackheads it gives me joy I the thing that puts me to sleep is watching people talk about like here's the 25 things you didn't know about Star Wars and they're like going through all of them and it's just like a guy talking I can watch that and just I'm out like a light oh yeah oh list videos I I go darker list videos I like those I think I go darker though because um okay I'm gonna pull up YouTube real quick so I can see Okay, obviously I love wet culture. They do fabulous lists. Wet culture? Wet culture. I don't know what that is. Um, Oh, they do all kinds of, like, very, like, Avengers. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, And uh, uh, obviously Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, my gosh, I'm more fucked up than I think I've ever been in the entire run so far. I love that story. You're even kind of slurry, and that's kind of good, even though you're only barely slurry. And I don't think that's quite fair because as fucked up (laughs) as I can tell you are by looking at you because you keep sort of like listing to one side. um, (laughs) You're still not super slurry. Like if you were at a conference or something, you could be like, this is very esoteric and I can talk about it just fine. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. And you could probably still still say heteroscedasticity. And they'd be like, yeah, it's fine. She's good. Heteroscedasticity. Oh, you can't say it. I can't. Did I fuck it up? You fucked it up. Oh, I love it. that story. Heteroscedasticity. Nope. Good. Lord, I'm probably, but here's another one of my weird things I can't do. I cannot take the Lord's name in vain. So when I say good Lord, I say good Lord. I can't say good God unless in my head I'm spelling it G-A-W-D. I can't do it. It's okay. That's why you say stuff like butt munch and weasel. (laughs) I'm such a. Goody, goody. You are, you are a goody, goody. You know that song by Adam Ant, Goody Two Shoes. Can't yeah, drink, don't can't drink. Smoke. What do you do? You can't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Yeah. That's my life story. It pretty much is. Yeah. 
I tried to corrupt you as much as I could, and <laughs> I haven't been very successful. No, but I think I've elevated you a tad. You know, I think, though, that the YouTube thing, <laughs> I totally skipped it. The YouTube thing, though, it goes to, it, it speaks to us as mothers, though. It does. Because, so this is, like, my Mother's Day. My Mother's Day was wonderful in that I got to sit on my bed and play Xbox for, like, a lot of time. And then Millie comes in, and she's like, hey, do you want to watch this YouTube video with me? Which, of course, I didn't. But, of course, I said, yeah, I totally want to watch that YouTube video with you. And she's like, yay, let's watch it. And instantly I turned off my game, and we started watching YouTube videos. So we ended up watching YouTube videos for, like, I don't know, two hours. And they were stupid. We watched... (laughs) Shane Dawson on a boat and Shane Dawson on a haunted boat. And it was, I don't know, ridiculous. Shane Dawson went to the Queen Mary and he's like, oh my God, this is haunted. Yep. So it was whatever Millie wanted to watch. And that was how I spent Mother's Day. And that's not what I wanted to do for Mother's Day. And yet that's what I ended up doing. Because as you and I both talked about, that's what we do. Like, I know you didn't get to have the dinner that you wanted because you chose not to. It was a choice you made where you chose to go someplace that you knew AJ and John the Brit would be like, oh, that's fine. Instead of saying, no, by God, we're going where I want to go, motherfuckers. This is where we're going. True story. Drake! <laughs> oh my lord I'm fucked up beyond belief but yes so, you are yeah. correct Yeah, I think that's a thing I think that's one of the weird things we do we do we get I'm, I'm going to phrase it this way because I'm a fucking Pollyanna yeah we get joy from watching other people have joy I don't know that I would call it joy watching those stupid videos um, you know, every time, and, and I don't dislike Peter Knetter or Courtney or any of the, any of the other things my son really adores. I do like them and I enjoy them and I never would have experienced them were it not for AJ. They would not be my top picks because my top picks would be like most amazing top 10 with just scary videos because I'm into deep dark shit in my spare time. I don't know. For me, it's it's more that I want to be able to relate to her. Mm. I want her to think back on the times when she was young and she's like, my mom always watched stuff I wanted to watch. And she was always into the same stuff I was into. And whenever I was like, hey, this is cool. She'd say, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. That's what I want. It's not that I actually think it's cool, that I actually want to play that or I actually want to pay attention to it. I want her to remember it though that I was on board. Okay. I totally get that and here's part of why. You know where I think part of my laundry tiara comes from? <laughs> where? When I was little, mom and I um on Sunday evenings there was a show that I'm trying to remember. I'm going to have to look this up Wonderful while we're talking. World of Disney. 
Well, that too. But there, <laughs> there was a show on that both of us really, really enjoyed. I mean, legitimately, both of us thought it was hilarious. And um, do you remember Julia Duffy? I always have to look this up every time because I remember she was on Newhart. Uh, yeah. She was the uh, maid on Newhart who was yeah. way too rich. So she did a show before that called, and I'm trying to look it up. I am still semi-coherent when I'm totally fucked up, aren't I? Go me. Oh, yeah. Am I coherent right now? Not really. Was well, it called damn. Baby Talk? No, it was a fantasy series. Wizards and Warriors. Okay. Julia Duffy is in Princess, Princess Ariel, according to IMDb. Um, oh, my gosh. Jeff Conaway from Taxi was Prince Eric. I'd totally forgotten that. Um, but every Sunday, Mom would make a production out of it because she and I were the only ones who liked it. It was in the 80s, mid to early 80s. It was before Newhart. Because I remember when Newhart came on, we're like, oh, it's Princess Ariel. Ha! Ah! Um, but um, every Sunday night, because usually, I mean, Dad, I think I mentioned before, my dad worked his ass off. He would sleep three hours in the evening, work all night, sleep three hours in the morning, farm all day. And that was right. seven days a week for him. So this was me and Mom time. And I was very lucky because I was so much younger than my siblings. I got lots of, I got lots of mom attention. And every Sunday when this would come on, she would make a tea party. She would buy lady fingers. I know it was cute. She'd buy lady fingers at the Green Hills Market. And she'd make Earl Grey tea because she really loved Earl Grey. And she'd make finger sandwiches and we would sit there and we'd watch Wizards and Warriors. But we had so much fun. We would sit there and we'd have a tea party every Sunday to Wizards and Warriors. I think it only ran like one to two years. One. And I think one. Oh, wow. It's even worse than I thought. Um, but it would um, that f- very much formulated my mind to there are certain events you can set for yourself and make them happy events yeah. and make a production out of them. Hence why I have a glass of wine and wear a tiara when I do laundry, because that's my event. I think that's completely legit. And now it makes a lot more sense to me than just randomly wearing a tiara. <coughs> I will say that your tiara looks like it matches your necklace. It it was very intentionally a Lord of the Rings throwback tiara. And I will admit, <laughs> in all seriousness, I have four <gasps> rotating tiaras. Do you really? I do. One is very um, Kate Middleton inspired. Okay. Uh, one is the one you saw in the picture, which I will tweet out when we air this episode so that people can see. Although it's going to be with a filter, so you aren't seeing my actual face, but you'll see something close enough. And then I have one that was seriously billed as an elven Lord of the Rings tiara. <laughs> oh, my and, God. And then I have one that's just flowery. So I have a rotation of laundry tiaras, and don't fucking judge me. <laughs> I'm totally judging you. That's so awesome, though. I but love you. you know what? Knowing what it comes from knowing where that comes from. It makes more sense. And I think it's cool. Thank 
thank you. I think it's cool too. No, I, I don't. No, I don't want to make fun of you for it. Before I totally wanted to make fun of you for it. No, I I will make fun of the fact that they're the Lord of the Rings tier. <laughs> it's very, you know, it's in this room. Do you want me to get it so you can see it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Just a quick second. <laughs> While she's gone, I will tell you guys about the fact that John the Brit is also enamored of Xanadu. So. I'm going to get her a Xanadu tiara if I could find something that seems Xanadu-esque. I know there was no tiaras in Xanadu, but I think I can find something that is reminiscent. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's perfect. (laughs) And I am having severe trouble with everything right now because putting this on. Stuff on your head, but that's amazing. Isn't it? It's very low, L-O-T-R, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, yeah. This is, during my year on the road, I stocked up on tiaras because I was, like, bummed to be away from my family so much, especially my daughter. You're like, okay, I need tiaras. I need tiaras. I'm buying wish wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. So, yes, this is my Lord of the Rings tiara. I guess I'll have to do more filtered pictures to total display. Yeah, absolutely. And this is my Kate Middleton-inspired tiara. That one's nice. Isn't that it one's nice? a good one. Yeah. And this is just pretty flowers. Oh, that one's like Millie's tiara. She had one like that that got broken. Oh, no. You know, next time I come down, I should just bring that to her so she can ever she replace her it. tiara. I have a picture of her with my dad, and she's wearing her tiara. It's, Aww. like, the best picture. Aw. Your dad's awesome. So, also but, yeah. dad. But also dad. <laughs> we have the, uh, you know, Nina mentioned at one point she has the Deadbeat Dads Club at her university, and we have the Dead Dads Club. We just have the Plain Dead Dads Club. Yeah. We had awesome dads. Yeah, we did. But I digress severely. Yeah. Um, You know, I think this particular tiara thing kind of goes with my next little piece. And that is, I I talked a little bit about um, how I like to clean. Yes. And one of the things, okay, so when I clean the kitchen, one of the things I love about my kitchen is my utensil holder. And I know that this is kind of a weird thing. (laughs) My utensil holder is Medusa. I have this kind of concrete head. I'll put a picture of this up on Instagram for you guys. It's a concrete head that I have with utensils in it. And it's like basically Medusa. And your your tiaras makes me think of it. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I love that. Should I bring an extra tiara for Medusa? (laughs) Oh my God, Medusa totally needs a tiara. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. But it goes with my other like weird decor things. I have all these weird sort of odd decor. Like my bar is actually an old card catalog, and the 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 (laughs) the bottles lay down in it. And yeah, that's kind of weird. But the only way I will buy a bottle of booze is if it'll fit in my card catalog. But the cool thing is then I can put a list, like I can put a little label on each drawer. And so I can pull it out and I'd be like, this is the gin drawer. Oh, yeah, that's the gin I was looking for. And I've got like seven whiskey drawers. And I'm like, this is not the whiskey I'm looking for. This is not the whiskey. Oh, this is the whiskey I'm looking for. 
I love the way you totally Obi-Wan Kenobi it. Right? This is the whiskey you're looking for. That's <laughs> uh, uh, about those, the, you know, my decor style in, and um, that's about the weirdest thing I do. I, I weird decor things. You're so socially acceptable. I wonder how we're friends. I know. <laughs> I'm just a weirdo. By the way, you said decor. I heard it as decor, and I cracked up a little more. That's awesome. That's good. Yay. And I'm wearing my I can't adult. I was just going to say, I'd like to note that you're wearing an I can't adult today t-shirt. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, I think that we've exhausted our topic. I know I've exhausted my sobriety. You exhausted your sobriety before we even got started. <laughs> I did. And I, it was awesome. It just deteriorated from there. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. You know, if I can do anything, it's bring a room down. I love that. And now I'd like to bring it down just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being with us every week. We hope you'll drink with us again next week. If you'd like more of this nonsense and you can find more information about the cocktails, our website is www.alwaysneverwrite.com. There's links to our Facebook page there as well as Instagram at alwaysneverwrite. So you can see the pretty pictures of the boozy beverages and Twitter at alwaysneverwrite. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's me saying it drunk. Always right. <laughs> and of course as always remember we are not professional advice giver people oh lord no (laughs) so if it helps you that's awesome but if you need actual help please please for the love of god please seek out someone who actually does that for real indeed as i do yeah it's good it's it's good it's it's a good thing. It's what's, a good thing. What's what Martha's? What's what? Martha's? She always said, oh, she said it's a good thing. Did I tell you that I had a cow named Martha when nope. I was a teenager? Was that when you were going for FFA princess? <laughs> it was during that time period. I will admit. <laughs> but she did not help me in my second runner-up status at all. But she was a good mother, so I named her Martha because it seemed like a good mom name. I ended up okay. selling her to pay for take the bar exam. Way to go. Thank you. She she was a good person. Cow. She was a good cow. <laughs> this has been another wacky episode of Always. Never. Right. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs, and we'll see you again in another week, my lovely dolls. Thank you so much for joining us.